Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. I hope everyone is having a fantastic day, night, whatever time it is you're listening to this. I hope it's rocking. Especially um, everybody who just went through this hellacious snowstorm. I hope you guys are safe. Um, for those of you who are not in the States, we just had one killer snowstorm come through. It uh, technically was supposed to have started Tuesday night, but it really didn't um, start fully until Wednesday morning. And it just kept going and going. And it came in really hard and fast. And my store never closes. Like, we are open. Like, we're like the male people. Like, neither rain nor sleet nor shine nor whatever the other things are. <laughs> we're always open. But this was horrendous. So we ended up closing early on Wednesday because they literally closed the roads. They're like, nobody can travel unless it's an emergency. So we ended up closing the store early. And then it snowed like all day or all night Wednesday night and then all day Thursday. So we didn't even end up opening Thursday. We opened up Friday morning around 1030 because it was so bad. We still couldn't even get out. Like it was horrible. So it's been so sorry. Uh, it's been really crazy trying to get back on track and get caught up and they literally wiped our store clean of bread, milk, toilet paper, eggs, like you name it. They bought it all. It's fucking crazy. So, trying to catch up has been insane, but we are getting there. Um, trying to get everything caught back up and back on track. The whole town just like looks like shit. The roads are all crappy and it's just not good. And I really don't like winter. So, yeah, I like to be outside. I like to be barefoot. I like to be one with Mother Nature, and I cannot do that in this shit out there. So, it's been pretty shitty. So, yeah. But I hope you guys are having a good time. I hope everybody's safe. Um, I hope if you were part of this whole snowstorm that you got to have a snow day. Um, adult snow days are rare <laughs> anymore. Um, we got to have a good one. Tom and I were home together and really enjoyed our time. So, it was pretty awesome. We also had... Um, some really cool times. So Travis, my birthday is next Sunday, February 13th. And for the last 20 years, I have not celebrated my birthday. I hated my birthday. I would never tell people what my birthday was. I just didn't like it because I didn't like getting older. When I turned 30, I literally fucking cried. I sat in the house and cried all day. I didn't go anywhere. I bawled. I fucking hated it. And then something just snapped last year and changed when I turned 40 it was just like a whole different person came out it was me just embracing everything that I've been through and how far I've come and just really I, I can't even describe it it was just like something just changed instantly and all of a sudden I was very proud to tell people that I was 40 like yes I've been on this earth for 40 years this time anyway I have been here, I've been doing things, I have got this much knowledge and experience under my belt and it's just a whole new outlook on things. It's so weird because I really thought when I turned 40 I would just stay here and cry, but I didn't. Okay. Sorry about that, that's my watch telling me I met my move goal. Yay! I'm really not doing anything but sitting here, but cool. But it was just this whole new perspective of life and realizing that I spent so many years being upset and and worried about 
getting older when instead I should be embracing it and celebrating all the the experience as I've, I've had in my life and all the knowledge I've gained because it made me who I am today. So I will be 41 next uh, Sunday and I'm actually really excited about it. Travis, my whole point in the story is that Travis um, wanted to be super nice and got me my birthday presents early. My birthday's the day before Valentine's, so obviously, like, it's always just been one holiday. And it sucked in school because all the parents would always be buying their, or sending their kids uh, balloons for Valentine's Day. Well, I always got my balloons the day before on my birthday because back then, you know, parents always sent their balloons to their kids for Valentine's, or for the birthday. So, I always got mine the day before. And I would just get so pissed because that next day, I'd always be waiting for them to call my name down the office. And it never happened because I got my own Valentine or my birthday instead. I know something petty, but I just wanted balloons on Valentine's Day like all the other kids. So, whatever. It just pissed me off. But anyway, I was petty then. Leave me alone. So, um, back to the point. My birthday, Travis got me some kick-ass fucking presents. First, he got me a wax stamp kit, which I can't believe I didn't have one of these begin with. I always wanted one. I kept saying I was going to get one, and I finally got one, and it's fucking badass. It came with 24 colors of uh, different wax cubes, but the stamper that came with it is the Tree of Life stamp. Badass. The second stamp that he ordered me was a Triple Moon Goddess with a pentacle in the middle, and oh, you guys know those pictures, they are so awesome. I'm in love, like seriously in love with this kit. But he didn't stop there. No, he did not. So after that came this new book called Empath and Psychic Abilities by, I'm going to mispronounce it, I'm so sorry, Nitya Rout, N-I-T-Y-A Rout, R-O-U-T. It's really cool because it, it's like just reminding ways of protecting your energy as an empath and different things like that, so it's, I cannot wait to read it, which that kind of ties into some of the things that we're going to talk about today, so super awesome. He got me a new bell. For my altar, which I'm in love with. I'll post pictures of all this stuff in the group. Oh shit, I just dropped it. Oh, my altar is so fine. Then he got me a um, a pack of herbs. And this is kind of just a refill, some of my apothecary that I'm stuck from running out of. But he didn't know what to get, so he just got a random pack. And it came with 22 uh, packs of herbs. I think they're like... I don't even know how that many ounces. It's, it's pretty decent size. It fills up about half a mason jar, depending on what type of herb it is. But it came with 16 new ones that I don't even have already. So I'm fucking pumped because I have so much fucking, so many new herbs now. It's fucking crazy. To the point that we're going to have to build a whole nother shelf for my apothecary. Which, who doesn't love that? Because that's fucking awesome. But then it also came with a grab bag thing with seven fucking crystals in it okay you guys I've been wanting a turquoise crystal for so long I don't have turquoise I have no turquoise I've been wanting turquoise I've been really finicky about ordering online because I like to feel touch see my crystals I do order a lot online don't get me wrong I also go to the crystal store here in town which everybody else calls it the vape shop because that's technically what it is I call it the crystal store but I've been wanting turquoise and none of the pictures online that I've looked at really jumped out at me to order one, but this grab bag came with a 
fucking piece of turquoise and I could not be more excited. So there were some other ones in there. there also, there was uh, rose quartz and citrine and amethyst and lapis lazuli and I don't think I remember what the other ones were. I was so excited, but yeah. So super pumped. And then next week on my actual birthday, I'm getting a new witchy tattoo. So it's going to be a little spell bottle. Um, I haven't decided what I want the tag to say on it yet because it's going to have like a little string come off or a ribbon with like a tag for it. But yeah, so I'm really pumped um, about that and I just want to share all that with you guys. So I can't wait. I'm so excited. You guys are going to love the stuff when I test pictures. Can't wait. So you're probably wondering what, what today's episode is about because the title just says it's okay. So what the fuck is okay, Cassie? Like, what is it? What's up? Everything is okay. Everything. It's all okay. Everything. What is my motto? What is the one thing I say over and over and over? There's no wrong way to be a witch. So, today we're going to talk about some of the things that people have trouble with through their craft. Things that hold them back. Things that they struggle with. And some different ways for us to move forward. And some like little tips and tricks and... Um, not really DIY, but in a way DIY. So today's kind of like a combination of a lot of different things and it, it, it's all okay. I mean, it's, it's okay. It's okay. So yeah, let's go ahead and, um, and get ready. And I'm super excited. I think it's going to be awesome because you guys are going to love all this stuff. So, all right. talked about this many times and I've, I've repeated it over and over but I just want to say it one more time no witch knows everything and you're going to come across witches who are going to try to gatekeep and tell you that they know this and they know that and if you don't know this then you're not a real witch and it's just a bunch of bullshit honestly just don't let people get in your fucking head because that's literally all that's going to happen you just you cannot let them in your head and that's, it's sad that we even have these kind of witches in our community, but unfortunately we do. Every group has a few people that are, um, gatekeeping or really shitty or whatever, and you're just going to come across it. Unfortunately, there's just no way around it. That's just what's going to happen. So, um, be prepared. You are one, if you haven't already, one day you're going to come across a witch who thinks she knows everything. She's going to tell you, if you don't know this, then you're not a real witch and blah, blah, blah. And honestly, it's just bullshit. It's just somebody wanting to make themselves feel better about knowing a little bit more in one area than someone else. So, oh shit, that was weird. Um, just <laughs> keep out an eye out for that kind of stuff. I don't want to get to you because it can be really hard and frustrating and just make you feel like shit when someone constantly brings you down. Trust me, my, the first several years of me actually embracing this and... And honestly, I hadn't even really embraced it yet. I was just kind of like still in the closet and and uh, joining, you know what I mean? Like observing from the sidelines and seeing all these witches gatekeep each other and making others feel like shit for not knowing something that another one knows. And it's just not okay. I mean, I felt threatened when I wasn't even out of 
you know, the broom closet. Yeah, and it's just bullshit. Nobody should feel that way. Unfortunately, I still see this happening today in a lot of um, uh, groups, and especially like on Facebook, it happens a lot, or TikTok. Um, I follow a lot of videos on there, and people will uh, come on and try to gatekeep and tell everybody, oh, you know, you're not this, blah, blah, you don't know this, I can't believe you don't know that, you're not a real witch, blah, blah. Or like, well, unless you're great-grandmother's uncle's butler's stepson's sister's hairdresser was a witch then you're not one too it's like shut the fuck up seriously like just shut up go back to your altar do your thing let me do mine and shut the fuck up seriously it's it's fucking ridiculous we are all born witches okay it just takes some of us longer to embrace it and to fully get to where we are understanding of our path And honestly, there are some people who never fully figure out what path they want to be on. They dabble in a little bit of everything. And it's okay because there's no wrong way to be a witch. So you can literally spend your entire life just dabbling in this and that. And just being who you are and just let it be. It's just one thing I fucking hate is when people start gatekeeping. Don't get frustrated. Do not let them make you feel like you are less than or you're not as witchy as they are or you're not whatever. Just be yourself. Trust your gut. Do your thing. We're all different. I mean, I don't know another witch who is exactly like me. They don't know um, the same things I know. I don't know the same things they know. They don't do the same types of divination that I do. They may do something different. I mean, we all have similarities, but none of us are exactly alike. And we're not going to be because... Wouldn't that be a boring-ass fucking world if every witch was exactly alike? I mean, it's just like the real world. We're not all the same. We're all made different. And that's what makes us all so fucking amazing and special. It just It's very frustrating when I see people gatekeeping and telling others, Oh, well, you're not this, you're not that. Shut the fuck up. It's just fucking annoying. So, with that said, I want to talk about how we can make ourselves feel a little bit more confident in our craft and how we can work on learning more because it's really hard and overwhelming. I love my crystals so much, but I would be the first motherfucker to admit that sometimes there are crystals that I see and I'm like, um, where's my book? Because I don't know what fucking crystal that is. That's why I got that book I was telling you guys about last week that breaks it down by color. And I have like four fucking crystal books because I just don't know them all and I second guess myself all the time and I'm like okay maybe I'm maybe this is not this one I get really excited if I find one that's um something I haven't seen before and I'm like ooh, maybe this is a rare one and it's not and it's just like when I got duped by the moldavite I mean I don't know them all it's very hard there are so many fucking crystals out there how's anybody supposed to know what every single one of them is seriously and herbs, I cannot tell you by looking at a fucking herb what it is. I mean, some of it, yeah, lavender's fucking obvious. Sage, I mean, there's a lot of things that look like sage, but there's a lot of things that you're going to be like, what the fuck is that? I don't know what that is. And it's okay. And you're not going to know what the property of all of them is either. You know, I have a huge apothecary. You guys have seen it in my um, TikTok videos. You guys have seen it on... Facebook and in the groups and everything on Instagram, all that. But I don't know the properties for every single one of these. And I have to look them up sometimes because 
I'm fucking human still. Even though I'm a witch, I'm still human. There's a lot of shit I don't fucking know. And my memory sucks anymore. Like numbers, I can tell you numbers all day long. I can rattle off all kinds of numbers. Like I can do pi to the 10th fucking number, whatever. But I can't tell you all the properties of everything. Or what this dried flower is good for, this essential oil. I don't know all of them. My brain just cannot soak all that in at once. No matter how hard I try to just read it and memorize it one time, it just doesn't happen. It's And that that's just normal. Unless you have a photographic memory, you're not going to know what every fucking thing is. Things that are important to you or things that you find really drawn to, now that will stick out with you. Soda light, the one thing about soda light that sticks out with me the most is a, a, it's um, help with psychic abilities. That's the only fucking thing I can tell you about soda light off the top of my head. Straight up. Rose quartz, love. These are these are the things I'm talking about. Tiger's eye protection. Like these, it's the little things. I can't tell you every single property and every single use for every crystal because I just don't know them all. But what's important to me and what really shoots out at me and draws me in does stick with me. And that's where you have to start. You have to start little and you have to start working through things. You cannot be expected just to be like, bam, I know everything. It's just not plausible. As much as I wish it were, and as, you know, I wish it were just super easy to be like, oh, hey, this does this, this does this, this does this. It's literally filed in my brain and I will never forget. It's just not possible. Some people, yes, I'm not going to say it's not possible because, like I said, if you have a photographic memory, fuck, you're good, you're golden. But I don't. I don't have one at all. But I do tell you what I do have. I will tell you what I do have. Okay? I have my little resource book, and I've told you guys a little bit about it before, but it's, um, or a long time ago, I think I told you guys I have, like, eight books of shadows, book of shadows, God, I said deja vu because I feel like we had the same conversation before. Books of shadows, book of shadows, I don't fucking know, you know what I mean. I have, like, eight of them. I have my one, like, permanent, or my one main one that has, um... It's not really my main. I call it more like my professional one, I guess. I don't fucking know what to call it. I had another word for it. My brain's just tired, so I don't know the exact word at the moment. But anyway, that is my, like, finalized one. That is where I just put spells in when I'm very confident in them that I've done, I've used, and I feel good about them. Otherwise, they're going in another spell book until I'm sure that I've done them right or that I feel confident in them or I feel like they work. I feel like they don't need any more tweaking because to me, this other, my final um, book of shadows is more permanent and I don't want to have to make any changes in it or um, make any alterations or anything like that. So when I put something in there, I want it to be something that I know that I have perfected in my eyes. And I say in my eyes because what is perfected and works perfect for me may not work for you. So... In the past, when I've given you guys uh, spells that you guys have asked for, I've always said that this is how I do it, and you may have to tweak it to what works for you. You may have to make substitutions based on what you even have available to you. All of this is based off what you feel works in your heart and your gut. So when I say my final book of shadows, that's what I'm talking about, like my permanent one, my one that I know is tried and true. But I have another one that is kind of like a... um, little book that's what I originally started with well one of my originals but 
and it has some spells at the beginning that I'm still trying to go through, but I have different parts of resources on the back, and I'm actually getting ready to make this a full new book, uh, start from scratch with it and copy everything in there. But basically what I have is sections broke up where I have um, the herbs that I have in my apothecary. I have them listed as what they are and what they do. So I can quick reference anytime, grab my book and be like, okay, this is, oh, this does this or whatever. And I can fly through it. Crystals, same thing. I have a separate section for crystals. Not every crystal because obviously there's a fucking lot of them. But for the more common crystals or for crystals that I have that may be rare, that's something that I couldn't just, you know, know off the top of my head just from having or something like that. But I have a special section for those, for essential oils, for um, flowers, for gods, goddesses, all of that. Because, and obviously in divination too, different divination things, I've got my own little notes in there. Because we're not meant to just retain everything and know it. So I started off with this little book, and I'm, I'm going to make a more permanent version. I've just been kind of adding to this one over and over, and... Um, <sighs> The thing is, I kind of wanted all the herbs to be in alphabetical order and everything to be in alphabetical order because I have serious OCD issues with it. But I understand that that may not be possible for me without making 18 million versions of it because I'm constantly adding things to my apothecary. So I just have to suck it up and then have like alphabetical order and then add some and then alphabetical order. It's just, it is what it is. Yes, I could probably leave some room, but I don't want to have like 18,000 pages in there and have a bunch of empties in between. So, I'm still trying to plan out in my head how I want it to be. But this book has saved me so many fucking times from having to go and do a bunch of research on shit. Because, here's the thing. The internet and Google can be really good, but they can also suck ass. Because if you find websites and and articles that are written for witches by witches, fucking great. Perfect. If you find a website or an article written by regular everyday people for witches, you're not going to get the most accurate information because it's just someone taking info, bits and pieces from fuck wherever. We don't even know if they got a fucking legit source. And putting it down and saying this is, this is fact when we don't know that. So for me, I... Yes, I still use Google to look some things up if I'm in a fucking mad dash hurry and I don't have my book on me. But nine times out of ten, if I'm at home, I will check my book and my own personal notes for what I wrote down. And these notes have came from, um, number one, experience. Things I've found out to be true for myself. Things I've learned from other witches. Things I've learned from books, from other podcasts, from um, witches that are like I verify, like I feel I have verified and I have vetted and I feel like I could trust them off YouTube. The thing is you have to do your homework, guys. You cannot just take everyone for face value. Um, I'm sure a lot of you, when you start listening to me in the beginning, were like, yeah, does this chick really know what she's talking about? And you had to give me a try. And I'm sure there are some people who are just like, yeah, I don't really feel like I connect with her and have just stopped listening after a few episodes. But if you're still here... Season 2, 31 episodes in, something has made you feel connected to me. Therefore, I, in your mind, you have vetted me and and we're good. And that's kind of how it was with me. I had a podcast that I listened to. I can't remember the name of it. It's been a while back. I I don't want to say it because I don't want to be rude anyway if I do remember it. But um, Because some of you might like her and you feel connected with her. But 
I listened for quite a while and then just one episode she made me realize that she was a fake and it really kind of hurt because I really thought that like you know she had good information and but she did the thing was she had great info but she was not a witch her friend was in the broom closet and so she was her friend was telling her all the stuff that she had learned and she was teaching on to others and she actually, I'm pretty sure the podcast got canceled or like it, she stopped making new ones because she got called out on it. But um, she didn't know the stuff that she was teaching us was not her. It was her friend literally writing the script for her, making it sound like she was talking about all this stuff and her own unique experiences. And um, I just felt duped by that part. I mean, I know I shouldn't, I know it's not a big deal, but something just made me feel really, um, not good. (laughs) It made me feel some type of way. Um, and then it came out later that she actually got arrested for some other shit later. Um, this was like several years back when podcasts like first came out, but she ended up getting arrested for some other shady shit and impersonating somebody. And it was a whole situation. But, um, my point is just bet, bet these, um, YouTubers that you're following, or even some of these TikTokers, they are really, some of the t- stuff I've seen on TikTok is really interesting, and I feel like a lot of people could learn from it, especially if they have a short attention span. It's something perfect because they're, what, 60, th- or what, three minutes at most videos, and yes, it's a short amount of time, but it's a short amount of knowledge to get in that amount of time, so you're doing it little by little and little steps, but just make sure you feel connected with that person. Make sure you feel, um, just trust your gut is my big thing. And that's what I say all the time. You know, trust your gut. Make sure that you are feeling in tune with them and that you feel connected. And and see what you can learn. But don't overdo it fast because you're going to stress yourself out and make yourself all frustrated. Yes, I said frustrated instead of frustrated because I like that better. There are so many different parts to witchcraft that it's just going to be overwhelming just to throw yourself in and be like, okay, bam, I want to know everything. So I highly suggest doing your own little resource book, but taking your time with it. Do not get overwhelmed. Do it in small steps. So for instance, say you're going to learn about crystals. Okay. Grab a, get a, a small amount of crystals or I tell you what, there's a, I'll link the, the site and on the Facebook group, but, or the seller on Amazon, there is a awesome seller and they do like a grab bag of crystals and basically you get like this little canvas bag with like anywhere between seven to 10 crystals in it. And some, they're not huge, but they're, I mean, they're pretty decent. You can see what they are and tell what they are from looking, but they will have, um, a grab bag. So you don't know what you're getting. So you got to look it up and, um, compare it and so like I said I think it was last week I saw you guys I was trying out a new app and it was like only right about 10% of the time I still have not found a really good rock identifier app crystal identifier app that's not like $8,900 a year but my only point is I don't want to pay that much for them when they're not that accurate I mean if it was accurate I would really pay the 50 bucks a year for the app but everyone I found is not mineral accurate I do have a plant one though that I do um I do pay $49.99 a year for, but it's fucking worth it because 
you can take a picture of any plant and it'll tell you exactly what it is, how to take care of it, like every fucking thing. So that is very helpful. Plus, I am deathly allergic to poison ivy, poison oak, and poison sumac, but for some reason, I can't ever tell what it looks like. So whenever I'm out in the woods, I'm like fucking taking a picture of everything. Like, is that it? Is that it? Is that it? I could tell you all these other plant species, but the things that are like will literally kill me, I have no fucking clue. I know, it's fucking weird, but that's who I am, so just I've learned to deal with it. But anyway, my point is crystals. So print you off some pictures off the internet if you have a color printer. Put them on a fucking index card and make uh make flashcards. And that way you'll you know you'll learn identifying and learn the properties, different things. You there's so many different ways to go about starting to learn if you want to learn by identifying the crystals to begin with and then remembering the properties or learning about the properties but don't overwhelm overwhelm yourself with trying to learn everything about it just learn one property of it just start off with one property like i said in the beginning tiger's eye for me protection rose quartz love these are things that you can just really simply start off with and if you just focus on one little part of it at a time and then grow more and more and challenge yourself as you feel more confident in it. Herbs the same way. Don't focus on trying to identify herbs by like the color or by the look right away because they all look alike when they're dried. I'm not going to lie. You could literally take my um, labels off my apothecary and I'm just going to be like, uh, what? Because there's so many of them look alike. Learn the properties. Learn just one at a time. Write down your list of, of what you know or what you want to know about. And just learn one property about each one at a time. You don't have to learn everything about all of them. All at once because all you're going to do is frustrate yourself. You're going to get yourself overwhelmed. And it's just not going to be good for anybody. For anything at all. It's just going to suck. It's going to make it a horrible experience. Because it's going to make you feel like you're just stressed. And and that you're lagging uh, and this is all from personal experience trust me because I want to learn everything all at once and I want to be where my body felt like my mind I was this badass witch but when it came to knowing everything I was just like um yeah so I guess I'll go back to first grade you know what I mean like I was just very overwhelmed because my mind and my knowledge did not match each other. So I had to learn a lot. And witchcraft is a never-ending learning battle. You're constantly learning because there's so much to it. It's just not an easy, oh, there you go. This is all the knowledge right here in one book and you know everything. I have like 25 books on my bookshelf. And I still don't know fucking half the shit that there is out there. There's just so much to learn. But I don't want anybody to get overwhelmed. So take everything little by little. With crystals, like I said, it's really easy to um, learn one property at a time. Herbs the same way. Gods and goddesses can be a whole, literally, years and years of learning. Because number one, there are so fucking many. So take a handful to start learning about. Learning what they are about. What they do. What they did. What their connections are. What the properties are why people work with them little by little start alphabetically start off with just the ones that people have named fucking make a post and ask for people in a group or you know wherever you feel safe asking for this but ask for people to suggest some for you to learn about and you're gonna find it very 
so I don't want to use. You're going to find it much more enjoyable to learn about all of this if it's something that you are able to set goals for yourself and achieve those goals in a timely manner without feeling like, oh my god, you know, it's going to take me 18,000 years to learn all this. No. Give yourself little... Um, set little goals. So by the end of the week, I want to know the properties of, I want to know one property of, of at least five crystals. Cool. That seems really, you know, obtainable. And same thing with herbs or gods or goddesses or, or any of that. Oils, everything like that. It's just take your time. Now when we get into divination, that's a whole nother ball game. Because first off, you have to figure out what type of divination you want to even get into. Um, okay, pretend you did not hear me just kick that mason jar because, yeah. As y'all know, I'm wrong. I don't edit shit out. So, yeah. So, um, with divination, it just really just depends on what type you want to focus on. If you try to learn all of it at once, you're going to confuse yourself and you're just going to not really make any sense. So, when I originally started, I started with the pendulum. And I started with yes or no questions. And I started to just kind of feel it and kind of read the room read the energy and you could tell if you trust your gut and your body you could tell if there's an energy around that wants to connect with you you could tell if they don't want to connect if they're just like nope fuck this I'm out you're not going to get any answers that actually make sense so again just a quick tip with um, pendulums when you start off start with questions that are easy yes and no questions that they could the energy around you could quickly answer um, that way, uh, you know, which ways, yes, which ways, no, and you know, if they're fucking with you or if they're actually like wanting to communicate, because I will tell you from experience, I've had multiple times where I just jump in and assume that they're there and that they want to, uh, actually answer and they're just fucking with me. They're literally, and because you're going to come across spirits and energies that are playful or tricksters or I hate to scare anybody, but evil just because that's how life is. I mean, not everything is pretty bows and everything like we see on TV. Like, spirit, you will tell me right now what color this shoe is. I mean, it's just not how show works. Nothing is like TV. We've discussed that before. It's just going to fuck you up if you if you, uh, if you go down that road thinking that it's everything, every spirit out there is going to be really um, honest and, and not waste your time because I've had my waste it many times. Um, tarot. Now, tarot is another thing that, that that's a whole nother process, first off. Starting with the deck. You have to find a deck that works for you. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about this um, in the second part of the episode. So just remember finding a deck that works for you. And we'll, we'll talk about the superstitious parts about that here in a second. Once you get that deck, it's, it's up to you how you do it. But I sleep with my deck. I shuffle it over and over. I hold it. I um, feel it. And then I will take a cloth of the color that is really important to me. Uh, love is huge important to me. It's it's number one priority in my life for my family, for my husband. Love is my thing. So red is the color cloth I always wrap my tarot cards in just because it's literally everything to me. So what I did was I actually got some red cloth napkins. Um, I think I got them at Hobby Lobby or something. I know I got them online somewhere, I think. I had like a five pack for like three bucks or something. 
pretty cheap and so I just literally wrap my new tarot deck in the red cloth and sleep with them under my pillow for the first week or so until I get used to the deck. I shut, you know, obviously take it out, shuffle it, and play with it in between. But you have to learn the deck. And yes, in general, all the the cards will be the same concept. Um, you know, the, the Five of Cups is going to be about despair and heartache and things like that across the board. But in each deck, it has its own different signs and different um, symbol, symbols on them. So you have to kind of um, feel each card out. I know that sounds kind of weird. So yes, I know my cards, but every deck I get, I still do this with. So I'll do uh, one card readings, like or one card pull. So I'll pull a card and then I will read what the book or pamphlet, pamphlet, sorry, fluffing it. Anyway, I'll read what the paperwork <laughs> says that came with it what it describes the card as and then I will kind of put my feeling with it and see how my version of it comes about and my my version I don't mean I'm just making shit up I mean because everybody reads the cards a little differently and they all have the same general meaning but it's all the context of how you put it in so when I do this I'm getting to know my deck it's kind of like um a first date with your deck or a new friend that you're you're met and that you want to kind of hang out with and you're just getting to know each other so with that part of it, you want to basically just get used to it and learn all about it, but don't be overwhelmed and try to learn all the cards all at once because you're just going to overwhelm yourself and be very confused. Same thing with oracle cards. Most oracle cards um, have just like a one word thing on them or description and a picture and that's it. And so they're kind of easier to deal with, but you also still want to um, get to know them and feel their vibe and all those kind of things. Runes, same way. Pull one rune out at a time, learn what it is, learn how it makes you feel, and then one day you're just going to know them all. These are very simple steps that you can take. It does take time. This is not something that you're going to be like, okay, by next week I want to be a pro tarot reader. Not possible. I'm sorry. I I don't want to break your heart, but it's just not possible. There's so much to tarot and oracle and all of these things that it's just impossible to be like, bam, I'm going to be a pro by next week. It's just not when we talk about the spirit board I want everyone to remember that I'm not gatekeeping here but I'm strongly urging that you use protection you cast a circle before you start it you are very cautious about who you speak with and you use a lot of respect in speaking to these energies because you have no fucking clue who you're talking to you may eventually learn who you're talking to but in the beginning when you first start that that open line of communication you're not going to know who's on the other side of that and it could be fucking scary i've seen way too many instances of witches having fucking issues and getting some fucked up evil ass spirit and i've seen regular quote-unquote mortals for this (laughs) for you know like a better term just grab a fucking ouija board and start playing and they think it's a goddamn game because it's made by mattel or warner brothers or I don't think it's one of Rose, you know what I mean? But it's not that easy. I've seen homemade ones that people just want to have some fun and they can get some fucked up shit going on there. It's all about having caution and being safe and being careful. So these are just ways that you can start off easily and work your way through, take your time, and it's nothing that's going to be too overwhelming. 
but just please use caution, especially with the speaking board. Let's go ahead and get the ad break out of the way. Again, if you are wanting to dive into divination, I highly suggest starting with a pendulum. And again, um, we talked about this a few episodes back, but it can literally be anything you want it to be. It could be um, a fucking paperclip tied to a string, really. I mean, honestly, if you're doing a DIY with yourself, if you don't have a lot or you don't have it yet, especially if you're in the broom closet, you can make anything into a pendulum. Make it have a little bit more weight, obviously, than the... um, the string or whatever it is that you're using to, to swing it with, but um, you can do anything. Just charge it like you would a normal crystal or pendulum or anything, cleanse it. I mean, I'm, I'm dead serious when I could say it could be fucking a hoop earring. I mean, you can literally use anything. It's all about your intent, so I mean, we gotta do what we gotta do, especially when you're in the broom closet. You can't just go out buying pendulums and ordering them and especially if you're hiding it from people so do what you got to do but pendulum work is some of the easiest to start off with and it'll really give you a feel for connecting with energy so um don't get flustered yes flustrated i borrowed somebody else's lips today apparently can't fucking speak don't get flustrated just take your time and if you're not feeling if it doesn't seem like it's really flowing pause take a break come back try again don't get so overwhelmed that you give up because that would be the worst thing for you to do for yourself next i would like to talk about superstitions okay so this is something i've seen a lot in the uh other couple groups that i've been kind of watching and following so here's the thing i'm not like a traitor to um, the basic witch group by any means However, I do get invited to all kinds of other uh, witch groups, and I do like to check them out. I do like to see what's going on. Um, I don't really have a lot of time for social media as much as I wish I did. But when I do get a chance to scroll through, is usually when I'm shoving food in my face at lunch or at work when I'm trying to eat real fast. When I'm not doing paperwork or when I'm loading something or in a car ride, which I never really go on. But, yeah, so, um, when I do get a chance, I, I just like to scroll through, and I always end up in one of these groups looking and reading the comments, and I'm just so, so upset and bothered by the way that people tell others, um, that they should, well, fuck, um, things that people tell others that they should believe or not believe or be scared of or see as a good sign or whatever, and it's, it's quite frustrating, really, because it's bullshit. I mean, here's my thing. Superstition is only what you believe it to be. Things are only as fucking Charlie Horse, son of a bitch. Sorry about that. I just got a really bad Charlie Horse. I'm okay. I'm not crying. You are crying. Okay professional and cut that out of their podcast but ah, I'm good worth it recentering here we go so um superstitions they only have the power you give them to to have so good luck and bad luck superstitions okay breaking a mirror seven years bad luck a black cat running in front of your path bad luck walking under a ladder bad luck open an umbrella inside bad luck 
spilling salt, bad luck. Handing the salt off to someone, bad luck. You gotta set it down on the table. These are just a handful of the most common superstitions, but I want to tell you guys that it only is bad luck if you believe it has the power to be bad luck. A rabbit's foot is only good luck as long as you give it the power to be good luck. You make your own with what you believe in. Literally, you have to give it that ability. It's not just there. It is something that you create. Because if you look at something and you're like, fuck, that's bad luck, you're only going to see the bad from there on out. I swear we used this analogy the other day. If you say don't think of a red car, all you're going to see are red fucking cars. If you see look for the red car, you're not going to see red cars. You're going to see every other fucking color, right? I think I fucked that analogy up, but you get my point, right? So if you say something is bad luck and then it happens, you're going to see everything that is bad after that. If you say something is good luck and you have it or whatever, you're going to say, oh, that was good luck. That was because of my good luck. That was because of good luck. That was because of this. You're only going to see the good or the bad. You have to give it that power to be able to, to happen. So be cautious about your superstitions. There is one that I still hold true just because I grew up that way for some reason. That if you, <laughs> you can't hand someone the salt, okay? You can't. You have to set the salt down. If you are at a table and eating dinner and somebody across from you wants the salt, you have to set the salt on the table. You can hand them pepper, you can hand them butter, you can hand them garlic, you can hand them any other fucking seasoning but the salt. You have to set the salt down and then they have to pick it up. Why? Because my grandpa and my grandma just have always been that way. Like as my parents, my mom side, has always been like, don't pass, don't, don't grab the salt, you have to set it down. So that is something that has always stuck with me. I still have no fucking clue where the origins of that came from, but that always sticks with me. Can't hand someone the salt, you have to set it down, and they have to pick it up. Whether that has any substance to it I don't fucking know probably not but that is the one that I will I will die protecting for myself that is the one superstition that I am with Friday the 13th everybody's like oh that's such a bad day it's bad luck I was fucking born on Friday the 13th February Friday the 13th 1981 look it up it was real I was born that day everyone's like oh it's bad luck I'm like no man that's fucking good luck that's my birthday which, I mean, Tom, it's my birthday, but I'm like, that's, well, I do now, but back then I was like, no, that's good luck. For me, I think it is because I was born on that day. Whether it really is or not, I don't fucking know. But I will say things are more good luck than they are bad luck just to make myself feel better. And that is a side of superstition that we don't always look at. We look at the bad sides of it. Again, it's all in the power that you give it to have. So, if another witch tells you, oh, it's bad luck to have this, or, or to do that, or to, to not walk backwards seven times once you've salted your sister's left tit or something, which, that was fucked up, I don't know where that came from, but that's them gatekeeping and telling you their stuff, but if you you're the only one who can give it the power to be bad luck. So, don't let things be bad luck that you don't feel are bad luck. If you want to set some things for yourself as omens and be like, okay... If I see this or if this happens, it is for sure bad luck. 
then by all means, do it. Like me with my salt. If you hand me the salt, it's bad luck. If I hand you the salt, it's bad luck. If we set it on the table, we're good. Golden. But seriously, it only has the power that you give it. I think I've said that 25 times in the last, um, 8 minutes of this part. So, yeah. It really is all about what you believe and what you give power to. So that brings us to a whole another section. You cannot feel like your beliefs have to be the exact same beliefs as other witches because they're not. They are just not always going to be the same. <laughs> just like religion, there are other there's separate forms of witches and witchcraft. Take for instance the most popular known as Wicca. It's not the exact same for everyone. And in true Wicca form, most of the Wiccan people follow one, you know, one set of rules and traditions and, and so on. But not every witch is Wiccan, but every Wiccan is a witch. Does that make sense? Like, not every doodop is a dop seeker, but a, every dop seeker is a doodop. I don't know why all the SAT shit just came back in my head, but you know what I mean. Or maybe that was also the, um... Who are those one test we always just have to take? I don't fucking know. I don't remember. Anyway, my point is, your beliefs may not always be the same as everyone else's. And you can't feel bad for that, or you can't feel less than. You can't feel like you are not as adequate or not as much of a witch as them because you don't have the same beliefs. Because you have to go by what works for you, what is true to you, what you feel. I mean... Yes, I could tell you all day long that that uh, a specific goddess is like the one main goddess and she is the savior to all of us and she is the one you should praise and you should feel super connected to. But if you don't, then you're going to feel like, man, apparently something's wrong with me because I don't feel connected to her. I don't see her in that light because that is your belief and that is perfectly okay. Again, you're going to have gatekeepers, gatekeepers who are like, oh, well, if you don't see her like this, then you're incorrect or you're wrong and blah, 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 blah. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Seriously. Like, I just, I hate gatekeepers so much. It pisses me off because they make other witches feel less than. I've gotten so many emails, which um, I have a few emails I got this week I have not responded to yet. And one from last week that I cannot open. Um, it keeps, it shows me the subject line and the sender is showing me partial of the email and then it goes so much question marks but it let me open it up once for like two seconds and I got like maybe the beginning two sentences read real fast and then just completely like went weird so I'm still having to like reload everything so I can read them but um I get emails all the time with people saying well if you know this this person told me that this is blah 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 and I just don't see that so what am I doing wrong or or you know why why do not I not feel that or, or something, you know, whatever the case may be. And it's not that you are doing anything wrong. It's just, that's not your belief. You don't feel drawn to it. You can't believe something and, and devote yourself to something you don't believe in. That's why I left Christianity. I don't believe in it. Not saying there's anything wrong with anyone who does. That's just my own personal belief. I don't believe in Christianity or Catholicism. Is that the right word? Or Judaism, for that matter. I don't believe in, in any of those religions. But so many people do. It doesn't make us any less human. Right? So, just because you don't believe the exact same beliefs that another witch does, doesn't make you any less of a witch. And that's one thing that's really important to 
keep in mind because I don't want anybody to feel like they're just fucking stuck, you know. And why we're on the topic, fuck stereotypes. I am so fucking sick and tired of stereotypes. And that kind of goes hand in hand with gatekeepers. And if you're a witch, you must wear all black. And if you don't wear all black, well, you're not a witch. Why? Why? I wear a lot of black. I don't wear all black. I do wear collars a lot, quite often. My pants, nine times out of ten, are black leggings because ever since I discovered leggings, I don't wear anything else don't really care I love my leggings I'm fine and I love them you can dress them up you can dress them down and they're just comfy because I love them and it is what it is but you will have people say that will look at you and be like oh well you don't look like a witch that doesn't make you any less of a fucking witch you will have people on the outside who are like oh you're a witch so that means you think you can fly and you could turn people into frogs no bitch that's not what it fucking means Stereotypes just piss me off in general, no matter who they're about, not just about witches, but everyone, because we shouldn't be stereotyping anyone. But it happens because that's the world we live in. Very fucked up and demented world. But you have to be true to you. Do not change just to fit a stereotype. If you are not someone who wears all black and it doesn't feel comfortable in all black, don't change and start wearing all black just because someone said you're not a witch if you don't. If you don't wear a lot of crystals, you don't wear a lot of beads and bangles and different things that doesn't make you any less of a witch fuck the stereotype be true to yourself because in the end you're the only one you gotta prove shit to is yourself fuck everyone else you have to trust your gut and trust that you're on your right path but maybe you're not on your right path maybe you need a different one and here's the thing like I said in the beginning and I've said in so many episodes you can change your path multiple times I literally have figured out that I'm eclectic because I like all the different parts of witchcraft and all the different paths. I dabble in a little bit of everything and nine times out of ten you're going to find that you like multiple things. It's not just one thing. You're not going to find that, you know, I am strictly herbs. That's it. I don't want any oils. I don't want any crystals. I don't want any fucking thing else. I just want my herbs and that's fucking badass if that's what you, you choose. That's great. If that's the only part of witchcraft you want to be a part of, fucking great. I love it. Rock that shit, babe. Rock it. But if you find yourself dabbling in all kinds of stuff, well then by golly, that makes you more open-minded and more able to just be down on your own path. And being on your own path is awesome because you create the rules for your path. It's just don't feel like you have to follow what somebody else is doing you don't have to be what somebody else wants you to be or expects you to be you are the type of witch that you are and you make your own path and if you ever need help or again like you know questions or whatever you can always reach out to me and in the group we're all more than happy to be there for you there's a new feature in the group now where you can um, anonymously post so if you have a question that you really don't want anyone to know who you are or um, you're just not sure or maybe you've had um, something go on or whatever or you just are so afraid that somebody might find out who you are like you know somehow like somebody might be on you if you're in the broom closet and somehow they join thinking you know they're gonna find you post something there or whatever I don't care what the case is you can post anonymously now and that's awesome because everybody needs to have that safety net and so we want to make sure everyone's comfortable with it if you 
don't feel comfortable posting anonymously because you're afraid that somehow somebody still might find out who you are, you can send a message to any of the admins um, or moderators in the group and we will post that for you on your behalf without mentioning your name at all. Promise. Um, don't gatekeep. I literally have this wrote on my page like 18 places. Don't fucking gatekeep. Um, just don't do it. I, I just don't do it. It's not cool. It's not. It makes you an asshole. Um, if I lose a listener for saying that because you're a gatekeeper, then good. Um, didn't want you here anyway. Sorry if that offends anybody, but we don't need gatekeepers in here. Keep your energy in balance. Okay, so we've been talking about all this shit with everything going on, being stuck inside during quote-unquote lockdown and everything going on with COVID, just everything in general can fuck us up. It can really have a toll on us and it's going to fuck with our energy. We've had several episodes back where we're talking about protecting our energy and uh, reflecting and all, you know, all the different things. And if, if you missed that episode, definitely go back and check it out. It's actually a really uh, good, informative episode. But you really have to protect your energy these days because there are energy leeches out there like motherfuckers. These narcissists have really gotten out of hand and they've gotten smarter somehow. Just like they fucking evolved during this whole COVID crisis and they are more ready to attack than ever. So you have to protect your energy. You have to learn to know when to walk away, when to ignore it, when to um, basically pick your battle and, and go. I mean... As much as it sucks, we can't ignore everything, but we have to try our best to ignore the things that are going to hurt us most and try to not engage in those. Again, our energy is like so fucking vital for us. It, it really is so different for um, non-witches than it is for us because our energy is what feeds us through all of this. Everybody has a different level of energy that they like to stay at. Um, some people like to stay high fucking energy. Some people like to remain low, calm, soothing energy. Some people like that sweet spot right in the middle. I personally, I like to kind of be just above middle. I, li I like the calming, very mellow, chill vibe. But also when I'm at work, I need to be high energy so I can get shit done, so I can take care of things. But also I feel when I'm high energy that I'm easily able, easily, easily, fuck it, you know what I mean? I can defend things off easier, defend people coming at me. If I, and I don't necessarily want to say high energy, I just want to mean like um, have my guard up type high energy. I need the high energy to go, go, go to get shit done, but I also have better chance of protecting myself when I'm high energy because I'm quicker thinking than when I'm low, mellow energy. And because this is not a green friendly state, CBD has been my friend for that. Um, not saying that, you know, I've completely avoided any greenery, but um, I, for the most part, the CBD has worked wonders with helping me deal with my anxiety and trying to keep myself calm and all of that shit. As empaths and sensitives, it's a whole other ballgame for us guys. Um, we have to find ways to escape. And this is something that really, whenever I come across gatekeepers, and that's how this all kind of ties in, 
it's really fucking just grinds my gears something awful because they're you know they're just leeches on your fucking energy and narcissists and it's like oh my god and they work their way to, to come at you and as empaths and or sensitives number one you're going to feel that shit before they even come close you're going to feel that that energy in the room you're going to feel that negativity and you're going to know it's time to react and how we react to that and adapt is really going to make the difference for the rest of our day honestly because as an empath you're going to take that shit with you you're going to carry it with you for hours unless you learn to tell yourself and repeat this is not mine to carry this is not mine to carry when a customer gets their card declined or has some kind of issue or whatever that embarrassment stays with me and I have to keep you know I have to keep repeating to myself this is not mine to carry this is not mine to carry these are not my emotions to carry in fact I just had to have this whole big old long talk with my kid last week because he was having the same fucking issues with things going on at his uh his work and I think I talked about last week too he was really struggling I had to keep reminding him these are not your emotions to carry you need to keep that in your head these are not your emotions to carry and it's not easy but once you learn to to separate yourself from that it makes it so much easier for you to function and to get through your day without having to completely lose your shit or or get completely off course or overwhelmed by shit that should not even be your problem at all <coughs> excuse me so we had to find these ways to escape um, and honestly for empaths and sensitives it's not always easy because you may escape from humans but you can't always escape from the energy around you and in my home you guys know it's very full of energies and spirits and there are many many new um, spirits here I'm, I'm pretty positive we've uncovered at least two I say many, many, but when they keep adding on, it feels like many, many, but uh, if I had to guess, I would honestly say there's maybe 15 or 20 spirits in this house now. I mean, we've gotten new ones lately, and I don't know if it's from some of the crystals that we bought from the, uh, what I call the rock store, the rest of the town calls vape store, or some of the shit I've gotten in, I don't know, because a lot of these crystals that I've gotten are from, uh, other places like Brazil, a lot of um, Madagascar is a lot of things. So who the fuck knows what kind of energy is brought in and attached with those. But if I can't, if, when I escape humans, I also have to find a way to escape the other energies around me and in my home. And that's not always easy. And I'm going to be flat out honest with you guys. I have not fully learned how to escape the energies here. I'm getting better at it. Uh, meditated meditating my god I can't speak today has really helped to um, get me where I need to be mentally and to kind of focus and when I say meditating I mean the alternate meditation that I talk about because I just can't achieve the total blankness for hours like other people can I, I just can't my ADHD brain will not let me ADHD brain will not let me so um, meditation has helped greatly with trying to uh, get myself in a safe zone, what I call quote-unquote safe zone for my own energy. Uh, sensory issues are a big part of that too. It can go either way. Some days closing my eyes and just meditating is awesome because I just can, you know, cut all those senses off, 
you know, put the headphones on, have noise counseling, whatever. But then also other days will scare the fuck out of me because I can feel it around me. I, I can't see it. I can't hear it, but I feel it. And this happens a lot at night too. I will feel the energy or the presence or the spirit, whatever it is, standing next to me, over me, um, when I'm sleeping. Like it literally is like standing next to the bed looking down at me and that is very hard to, um, to dissociate yourself from because it, you know it's there and there's nothing you can do about it. Like you can't fucking escape, it's just there. But you have to learn to pull yourself out of that frightened state and I've not gotten there yet. Like, I'm going to be flat honest with you guys. I've not gotten to where I can pull myself out of that scaredness. It's hard. I have to do something to make that spirit go away and to leave me alone. Or to not want to be over there or distract it with something else so it'll get away from me. And it's not easy to do. Um, I'll try to light some sage or do something. But then again, I don't want to piss it off. And I can't really sage my house at 2 in the morning. Because especially right now in the winter, it's hard to sage in the winter because you cannot sage a closed house you have to have an outlet for them or else you're just going to piss off all these spirits with sage and they're trapped here so you have to find ways to protect yourself and your energy and it's something that is constantly an ever-changing situation because honestly spirits here are smart and once i get a trick or a tip that i use to help myself they catch on and they work around that so that's a episode for a whole or you know topic for a whole other episode because I can go on and on about all that um, we might do a revisit of the spirits here um, just since we've had so many new ones come in and updates so that might be a, a fun episode to have Travis come on and talk with you guys about everything and um, I'd actually like to have the kids come on and, and talk to you guys too about what it's like growing up in a haunted house and how they felt with all the spirits and energies and everything here. I, I think it would be really cool for you guys to hear from them too. So maybe we'll do that next week. Um, that might be pretty cool. Uh, so finally, protecting your energy is really important. And you have to find ways that work for you. Again, everyone's different. So what works for me may not work for you. What works for you may not work for me. But honestly, if you guys are experiencing anything like I am with the... Uh, spirits and things like that I would definitely like to take some um some tips or like try some of your guys' things and go on there and one last thing I want to leave you guys with is toxic people it's just a whole fucking mess toxicity in general is just a fucking nightmare that just really is hard because some of your closest fucking family members are the ones that are toxic as fuck. And just to wrap up here, talking about toxic people, this can be anybody. Um, this is not just for sensitives and empaths. Anybody could experience toxic people, and they're not necessarily narcissists. They're not necessarily toxic for others, but they could be toxic for you. And it's just a matter of trusting your gut. I know I've said that like a hundred times and I pretty much say that in every fucking episode. But it's really important that you trust your instincts and trust how people make you feel. I have very toxic family members and it took me 40 years to realize um, who was toxic and beneficial and who was um, not. I mean, I know that doesn't sound right, but you know what I mean? Um... I have several toxic family members and I have had to stop 
going to family functions on certain sides or making exit plans, um, as we've, we've talked about in the past that I've done, just because I can't subject myself to that type of toxicity for very long. If I had a stronger will, I would completely cut them out and not feel bad, but being an empath, that makes it fucking harder to do. And it's not something that will go over well if I did with the rest of my family. So it's just something that I have to um, limit my time and exposure to these people. I have to learn to um, protect myself, protect my energy, and how to cleanse and shed that negativity once I get away from it. So it's a really, it's about reading people. It's about reading your feelings and your body around these people and what makes them tick what you do and your reactions that they tick harder with. And it's not saying that it's your fault by any means, but that's how these people are when you react or show any type of sign that this is affecting you negatively they will pounce on that and they will use that for their own and to make you feel really bad or make you feel less than when it's not your fault at all or anything else and this doesn't always have to be a family member or a friend this can literally be someone online that you think that is there or cool or just a random fucking group member that's toxic for you and you know you have the ability to block that person so i want you to remember that because right now guys we are living in a digital world unfortunately everything has become more and more online and that's just the way the world has become because we are just so busy that everything is more online now and accessible and we're that's just the advanced world that we live in that our lives are spent digitally and online i just feel like i just said online like 108 times the point is we interact with people more online than we do in person especially with COVID going on, we're all kind of stuck, we can't really socialize as much, I know some people just say fuck it and do whatever they want anyway, I am a homebody, I don't like to be around people, so I like to stay home, even before COVID, so the whole um, lockdown was kind of cool for me, because I'm like, oh, so we're just going to continue doing what I normally do anyway, but there are toxic people in there, and you have to protect your energy, even from online, because just because you're not in the same room as someone does not mean that their negative energy is not going to affect you or bring you down so protect your own energy block who you have to fucking block you have to i mean it's just the way the world is or at least at the very least limit their access to you you cannot let people constantly live in your head rent free trust me i did it for a long time it sucks it's very hard and it's just not something you want to deal with it's just not a um an easy task so don't let people live there get them out of your head move on do the best way you can to not have to deal with them and to be able to live a better quality life knowing that you are protecting your energy and yourself and there's nothing else heck so i'm joking or am i oh well whatever you want to do i will not tell you either way so yeah so i hope this episode was helpful for some of you i know um i've gotten some emails from you guys are struggling and i just don't want anybody to feel like they're alone in this i'm going to be responding to emails uh tonight and then to, to tomorrow um next week i just confirmed with the kids 
my kids and their girlfriends will be here and Travis and we're going to talk about all the spirits that live here and the different encounters we've had and how it's changed and altered since the last time we talked about it um what it's like having two sensitives really I mean Mesa's just starting to come out as a sensitive but um I, I think you guys are really going to enjoy hearing what it's like to live in this house where you are fully aware that there are spirits around you cohabitating with you at all times so um you guys are amazing I love you so much thank you for always being there um I did want to address somebody asked me about a Patreon if I was setting one up uh, that's a no for me um, I'm just not going to. I'm totally cool with just making my uh, one penny off of every 15 listens to my little ad that's in the uh, the episode every week. So um, I make one penny for every 15 listens, and that is how I bought my new mic. So, yeah. Um, so don't fast forward through that quick 30 second ad if you love me. I know it's annoying, it's the same one on repeat, but make it like a game where you sing along with it. I don't know, just my idea. So anyway, as always, if anything, please reach out if you have show suggestions or anything, thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com. And I think next week or the week after, I'm going to start doing more DIY witchy stuff on TikTok. Um, just for fun, it'll be quick, you know, a few sec or a few minute little clips on there, but I think it'll be some fun if I can find the time that I want to do all that like I was planning. So... Yeah, so thanks for everything. Um, bless be and love you. Bye.